It's Sunday, the 11th of September, and this is Brian with The Morning News. Give us five minutes and we'll give you the headlines you need to know to be in the know. Payment processor Visa Incorporated said Saturday that it plans to start separately categorizing sales at gun shops, a major win for gun control advocates who say it will help better track suspicious surges of gun sales that could be a prelude to a mass shooting. But the decision by Visa, the world's largest payment processor, will likely provoke the ire of gun rights advocates and gun lobbyists who have argued that categorizing gun sales would unfairly flag an industry when most sales do not lead to mass shootings. Visa joins MasterCard and American Express, which also said they plan to move forward with categorizing gun shop sales. Visa said it would adopt the International Organization for Standardization's new merchant code for gun sales, which was announced on Friday. Visa acts as a middleman between merchants and banks, and it will be up to banks to decide whether they will allow sales at gun stores to happen on their issued cards. In other news, gusty winds and rain from Tropical Storm K put parts of Southern California on alert for flood warnings Saturday even as its cooler temperatures and heavy precipitation gave much-needed relief to firefighters battling a nearby blaze. Kay was at hurricane strength when it made landfall Thursday near Baja, California in Mexico, but it weakened into a tropical storm as it traveled across Southern California Friday and into Saturday. Rain and some thunderstorms are expected to continue across the region over the weekend, said David Sweet, a meteorologist for the National Weather Service. Flash floods are also a concern for certain mountainous areas that have burn scars due to prior wildfires. The storm also gave Southern California a respite from the triple-digit temperatures smothering the west for days, although the heat is likely to return once the storm system plays out. Around the world, Ukraine is considering shutting down the sole remaining reactor at the Zaporizhia nuclear plant after shelling left the plant without a safe and sustainable source of backup power. The plant, which has already shut down five of its six reactors, risks having only one remaining source of electricity to power its systems in case the sixth reactor has to go offline, said Director General Rafael Grossi of the International Atomic Energy Agency. Normally, if the plant cannot supply itself power, it can draw electricity from a nearby thermal energy plant. But shelling overnight Thursday destroyed a switchyard that carries electricity out from that coal-fired plant, Mr. Grossi said. It is unlikely that it will be repaired, he added, given the constant artillery fire, meaning the nuclear plant would have no off-site emergency source of power. The plant could turn to backup generators, but those only have enough fuel for about 10 days, according to Ukraine's state-owned nuclear company, Energoatom. Back in the U.S., as President Biden rallies Democrats ahead of the midterm elections, he is drawing a sharp contrast with Republicans and citing polling of a potential 2024 rematch against former President Donald Trump, as some allies say recent legislative victories have eased their questions about the president's political future. At a Democratic National Committee meeting near Washington Thursday, Mr. Biden listed his recent legislative success, which include passing a law aimed at lowering prescription drug prices and boosting renewable energy. Mr. Biden alluded to the potential rematch with Mr. Trump in 2024, referring to polls he said are, quote, showing me beating Trump by six or eight, end quote. 
He quickly added, it really doesn't matter very much now in this off year. And Buckingham Palace said Saturday that the funeral of Queen Elizabeth II is scheduled for September 19th, a Monday at 11 a.m., marking the main endpoint to the period of national mourning following the 96-year-old monarch's death. While many details are still under wraps, the state funeral is to be held at Westminster Abbey in a service that will bring the royal family and heads of state from across the world to London to pay their respects to Britain's longest-serving monarch. It will be the first state funeral in Britain since the death of Winston Churchill in 1965. The Queen's funeral service is expected to be led by Dean of Westminster, David Hoyle. Now you know, and you're ready to go with the morning news. Share this with a friend and subscribe to us wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. You can also sign up for our newsletter at themorningnews.com. Thank you for listening.